To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike Yardley is with us. Kia ora, Mike. <laughs> oh, that's a dangerous path, Jack. It Good is. morning. Yeah, you know what it's like, eh? You know, you know how oh, it yeah. is when you just get you go. Okay, well, we're going to have to play this, and and this music's going to be everywhere. So we really should review this album. But Indeed. dot dot yes. dot. Let's just try yes. and make sure we could get the uh, yes, the most radio friendly, family friendly version possible. <laughs> and sometimes that proves to be quite the mission. Anyway, oh hey, dear. Um, good luck with that. Yeah, we're focusing on Waihi Beach in Western Bay of mm. Plenty this morning. So this is like the northern, the kind of northern tip of coastal Bay of Plenty, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So it sort of rubs up with the Coromandel Peninsula. And I have to make a terrible confession here, Jack. I have only been to Waihi Beach for the first time in my life in the last couple of weeks. Um, and, oh, I mean, I, yeah. I know. I know. And it's such a South Island observation, isn't it? Um, yeah. And it's incredible how <laughs> And let me guess, you're like, it's insular. amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I just fell in love with it. I think it just embodies the very best vibes of old school Kiwi Beach holidays. And the yeah. reason I say that is there is just a really cohesive, inclusive community feel to Waihe Beach. And you can see it in the real estate because obviously, you know, some uh, beachfront spots can become quite elitist and um, yeah. pretentious. The real estate of Waihe Beach spans all tastes. So you've got your cute and cosy batches and then your trophy home beach houses, but it just seems to cater to all, and I just found it a very infatuating place. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's a special part of Aotearoa. What's so good mm. about the Secret Garden? Well, I think this is a really good spot for breakfast on the main street. Um, it's like you are transported to another world because you walk through the door and it's like, oh, hello, Bali. It's this yeah. unique Balinese-inspired garden cafe, um, very heavily planted with lush tropical plants and palms. They've got pagodas that you can sit on um, and just fabulous food, deliciously fresh salads, superfood smoothies, lots of sweet treats. Later in the day, kick back on the bean bags or in the tiki bar uh, with some afternoon cocktails. It is a really cool spot. Any other standout eats? So many. Um, a couple yeah. of other favourites. Flat White Cafe, which is the pinnacle of absolute beachfront dining. The locals said to me, the closest place from here for true beachfront dining is Papa Moa. So they've got it good at Flat White Cafe, and the views are a match for the fair. They do steamed pork buns, they do fish tacos, great for sharing, but I really enjoyed the Akai Moana uh-huh. pizza, which was this very extravagant construction of prawns and scallops and mussels and gurnard and spring onion and dill cream cheese and mozzarella, and I'm sure I've forgotten some of the other ingredients. <laughs> um, the other star venue, by the way, Jack, Surf Shack. My goodness, this is such an amazing cafe. Very much sustainability focused. In fact, Pip, one of the owners, had just got back uh, from doing her little morning jet ski round um, along the coastline, checking on the little blue penguin colonies. She's sort of like the unofficial guardian. Um, Surf Shack has uh, won so many awards. They've been crowned New Zealand Cafe of the Year in recent times. But yeah, they do everything from belly-busting breakfast (laughs) to sublime street food. And Helen Clark was exercising in the neighbouring gym ah. before popping in for lunch. It's that kind of place. Ah, because <laughs> her dad is a her dad's a Waihi Beach local, eh? 
that, that's right. Yes. So she's yeah. been quite a bit of time there now. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. So, so if um, if you found yourself in a position with a few excess calories to burn off, can you yeah. recommend any good walks or to Kawa Bay, maybe? Oh my goodness, that is the one to do. And it is so reminiscent of some of those walks you can do from the northern end of Kaiteri Teri Beach in the South Island yeah. where you are on these trails that just hug the cliffs, threading you around the coastal headlands. And um, this one, yes, connects Waihi Beach to Otakawa Bay. It's a 90-minute return walk, quite easy. There is a bit of an uphill trudge at the start, but after that it sort of flattens out. Um, but if you're going with kids, be really careful because those drops off the cliff are unforgiving. But yeah. man, the, the, the forestry on that headland, you are just swathed in giant Bahutakawa, Kauri and Nico palm trees. Um, the soundtrack is pretty much Baking Rollers and Native Boots on. And yeah. there were these really nonchalant kereru glaring at me all the way <laughs> along that walk. It is a banger of a walk. Oh, that's so good. Speaking of giant Cody, there's one just out of Cutty Cutty, right? Yes, um, I zipped down Hot Springs Road for a very quick dip into the Kaimai Mamaku Conservation Park. One of the most popular trails is called the Tuahu Track, which vaults you over the Kaimai Range if you've got all day. You'll need about 10 hours to do it if yeah. you want to go there and back. But for a great wee taster, there is the Tuahu Koldi track and it leads you it only takes about 50 minutes return and it leads you to this platform surrounding some of the largest Koldi trees in the Bay of Plenty they're 600 years old and uh, they are the southern most growing old growth Koldi absolutely majestic it is a must do walk oh that sounds awesome and Cutty Cutty's like a really kind of artsy town eh Oh, I loved it, yeah. yeah. And I love how they've got their own sort of titles. They are the self-described avocado capital of New Zealand. Uh, they're, they're the mural town of New Zealand, and I certainly think that's fair because their main street is drenched in colour. They've got yeah. 78 incredibly detailed wall murals, which pay homage to, to its past, its people, all sorts of historic milestones. And then there's the Western Bay Museum, which I thought was such a heart stealer. It's housed in the old fire station, and they strive to be New Zealand's best small-town museum, and I think they're probably doing that pretty well. Te Papa provides them with a lot of support because Te Papa is so impressed by the quality of their curated exhibitions. And if you're rocking through Kati Kati in the next few months, check out their current display. It's called Service and Sacrifice. And right. it's like this huge salute to the heroic service and deeds of New Zealand women in wartime. Oh. Um, all sorts of really cool stories. You know, like the Safe Sex Campaigner, Effie yeah. Route. Um, just all sorts of amazing stories there. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, fantastic. All right, mate, before we let you go, what's your pick for 7.05 this evening? Oh, my goodness, Jack. What a, <laughs> what a mind if that is. Yeah, um, yes, yes. Demi Lovato could actually be the music for all of us this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to win this one. I hope yeah. we do, Jack. My yeah. God, I hope we do. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll wait and see. All right, thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.